Psalms chapter 66. Psalms chapter 66. Verse number 16. Reads, Come and hear all ye that fear or reverence God, and I will declare what He has done for my soul. <laughs> I will declare what He hath done for my soul. I want to borrow for a title tonight the title of an old song we used to sing a lot. Every once in a while we'll sing it around here. Why don't you look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Will you help me pray that God would talk to us for a few minutes in this place. Give us ears to hear what the Lord, what the Lord wants to say. God, I'm thankful for your goodness and mercy. I'm thankful for your word that I've hid in my heart. God, I thank you that you're a prayer answering God. You're a God that still speaks to your people. You are a God that loves and cares for your people even more than they care for themselves. God, I pray you would give us ears to hear what thus saith the word of God here tonight in Jesus' name. And let the church say amen. 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 Thank you for standing. You may be seated. Amen. Just so you can talk to everybody tonight, would you tell, turn to somebody close to you and say, it is good to see you here tonight. Praise God. Amen. That old song says, why don't you look what the Lord has done? He healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. I'm going to praise his name. Every day he's just the same. Come on and praise him. Look what the Lord has done. Praise the Lord. Has God done anything for you? What has God done for you? The Bible says there's not enough books that can contain the mighty works, the things that God has done. Praise the Lord. Just look what the Lord has done. Take some time to look back and see what God has done done for you. Sometimes we need to just step back and remember what God has done to believe what God can still do. <laughs> I read a story in, in, in Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 16, we read the story how David becomes Saul's armor bearer. And he's already called a mighty man of, of war. So he's not a little 8-year-old or 10-year-old or 12-year-old boy. I, just, I know you've been taught that in Sunday school because it's great, it's great uh, uh, Sunday school material. You know, 8-year-old boys want to hear, you're just like David killing Goliath. And, but he was already a man of war in 1 Samuel 16. And then the Bible says, 1 Samuel 17, the, the Bible says that, that, that the Philistines had come against Israel in the valley of Elah, which belonged to Judah. And David was, oh, by the way, from the tribe of Judah. It had something that was personal with him. The Bible says that, that if you read through there, that 
the, the Philistine, the, Goliath, the, the, the giant Goliath, the Philistine, comes out and he says, Send me out a man that we may fight. And it mentions David's three oldest brothers by name, Eliab, Shammah, and Abinadab were there. And then the Bible says down there in like verses 14 and 15, it says, And David left and he returned to feed his father's sheep. He's returning from, well, the reason he was there at the battle was because he saw his armor bearer. Previous chapter. But David goes and he goes back home and he's there for 40 days. Number of preparation. I've taught on that before. 40 days. And he comes back to see his father just says, hey, here's some food. Go back. Go, go see what's going on. And he comes back. And the Bible says that when David comes back, it says specifically that Goliath has been out there saying, send me out a man for 40 days. David says, is there not a cause? And hasn't somebody stepped up to the plate? I'm paraphrasing. And then, then David, the Bible says, uh, he says to Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. And thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. Seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God, David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, past tense, he will deliver me, present tense, out of the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. David said, I remember the lion and I remember the bear. Look what the Lord has done. And I'm going to come against this. If he did it before, he can. See, here's the issue for a lot of Christians. It takes little to no faith to believe what God has done. But it takes a different kind of mindset to believe and trust that God is able to still do. I came tonight, I don't know for who this is for, but I came to encourage somebody tonight. Look what the Lord has done so that you can be reminded to know what God can still do. Psalms 40 and 5, many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done. He's done many wonderful things. And thy thoughts which are to usward, they cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. He wants, do you understand? Look at the wonderful things that God has done. And when you think of all the things that God has done, his thoughts toward the things that God wants to do. Cannot even, if you can number the things that God has done in your life, you can't number the things that God wants to do in your life. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I feel like preaching on a Wednesday night. I remember when he delivered me and, he's, and, he, and he saved me and, and he healed my body this time and he healed my body that time and we can take a trip down memory lane and see what God has done. But you need to understand the thoughts and the things that God wants to do for us cannot be numbered. feel like shouting on something like that. 
Job 37, 14, hearken unto this, O Job, stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. He said, would you just take a look and see how good God is and look at the things that he has done. In Isaiah 41 and 4, who hath wrought and done it, calling the generations from the beginning. I, the Lord, the first and with the last, I am he. It is God that has wrought the work. It's God that has done it. Amen. I don't deserve glory or honor. God deserves all the glory and all the honor. Deuteronomy 3.24 O Lord God, Thou hast begun to show Thy servant Thy greatness and Thy mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or on earth that can do according to Thy works and according to Thy might? Who else can do what God can do? There's no other God like our God. I said, there's no other God like our God. He's a mighty God. He's a wonderful God. He's still a Prince of Peace. He's still the Everlasting Father. He is still the mighty God. He's still our counselor. He's Alpha and Omega, beginning, the end, the first and last. Omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. Praise God. He's the mighty God. Isaiah 64, for since the beginning of the world, men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, neither hath the eye seen. O God, beside thee, what he hath prepared, what he hath, literally word, what he has done for him that waiteth for him. Look what the Lord has done. Sometimes we just need to look around the church, look what the Lord has done. Yeah, we got we got some problems. Well, look what he's already done, and look what he can still do. Well, we got this issue. This issue right over here. Well, guess what? It's another opportunity for God to do something else. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Psalms 33, 18. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear or reverence him. God, God's got his eye on you. <laughs> if he sees the sparrow that falls... How much more does he love and care for his people and see? God says, cast your cares on him for he careth for you. Right. His eye is on you. The eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him. Upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. And that encourages me, church. God has his eye on me. He hears my petition. He hears my prayer. He's got his eye on the situation. He knows exactly where we are and the state in which we find ourselves. Matter of fact, he's not surprised by it either. We've been talking about trust in our home friendship groups, our H2H, last couple months. We need to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, we do need to acknowledge him and trust that he will direct our paths. Look what the Lord has done. So let's trust Him in the path where He's called us to, to walk. I know it's getting dark in this generation, but I'm still trusting in the Lord. <laughs> I wasn't trusting in government anyway. <laughs> you get so disappointed because government lets you down, that means you were placing your trust in them to begin with. <laughs> well, hello, somebody. I'm not trying to get political. I'm just trusting in the Lord with all my heart. 
Psalms 40 and 17, but I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me. Thou art my help and my deliverer. Make no tearing, oh my God. God thinks about us. He cares about us. He sees and hears us. Psalms 37, 39, but the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord, and he is their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. Let me read that again. And the Lord shall. And the Lord shall. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. You want God to help you? Put your trust in him and then he'll help. A lot of people, if God will help me, I'll trust him. No, he's saying trust me and I'll help you. Trust me and I'll deliver you. Trust me and I'll see you through. Well, if God would help me, then I'd try. No, trust him. Hello? Psalms 46, God is our refuge and strength, the very present help in trouble. Trust in him. He will deliver us. He will help us. He will see us through one way or the other. Psalms 27 and 9, Thou hast been my help, leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. Psalms 124, Our help is in the name of the Lord, who hath made heaven and earth. I love Psalms 121, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which hath made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall not slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. We need shade in Bakersfield. Hallelujah. Sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. That's really what it's all about is soul preservation. What are we in the business of? We're in the business of soul preservation. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Just just for the record, how many seasoned saints know that the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you? How many seasoned saints in the house that I know that God is an ever-present help? He'll always walk with you and... And provide when you need. As it's been already been said tonight a couple times. He will meet our needs. Not necessarily what we want. But he will meet our needs. Brother Evan hit that a little bit ago if you weren't paying attention. It's not my will but thy will be done. Matter of fact, Isaiah 46 and 4, even to you, I'm going to come back to Isaiah 46 in a second, but let's go to in verse number 4. Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. He said, even when you're getting older, (laughs) I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you, and I will rescue you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord and Savior, my Lord and my God. 
even in our old age and our gray hair. He said, I am he. Before he said what he would do, he said, I am he. I'm the same. Even in, when you get old, I'm still the same. Can I tell you, God ages really well. Because he's the same yesterday, today. Some of us are not as uh, spry as we once were. But he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I look about, I look at, at, back at, at some things. With, you know, we used to play ball a lot. I don't play those sports anymore. I go out to the old man's game, golf. I can, I can come home from playing golf and I'll, I'll be sore. Didn't used to be that way, Brother Kranz. <laughs> Holder I get, slower I get. I'm trying to work on that. New summer resolution. <laughs> But even in your seasoned years, he's still the same. He said, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I'm the same. God never gets old. You ready? You ready for this? That's why I come to church never gets old to me. If church is getting old, you're coming for yourself. But when you are serving the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the one that's the same God, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, church doesn't get old. His mercies are new every morning. <laughs> oh, somebody give him praise right now. I told you it wouldn't be long. I'm, I'm closing. Musicians come. A few verses later in, in Isaiah 46, verse number 9, he said, Remember, remember the former things of old. For I am God. There is none else. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning. And from ancient times... The things that are not yet done. Saying, my counsel shall stand. And I will do all my pleasures. I am thankful. If you don't get anything else, you got to get this. I am thankful <laughs> for what God has already done. But not done doing. I'm thankful for what God has already done, but not done doing. God's not done yet. God's not finished yet. He's not done saving. He's not done healing. He's not done redeeming. 
He's not done bringing somebody out. Bringing somebody in. Carrying somebody through. He's not done implementing His will. Bringing things to pass. I wonder if anyone's excited tonight. Not just what God has done, but what but that God's not done doing. Can we, can we stand together? Anyone else excited about what God has done? Anyone thankful for what God has done? Anyone thankful and anyone believe that he, he's, he, he, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think? Look what the Lord has done. There's people in here that used to be on all kinds of stuff. But God. Right. Some weren't living for God, but you are now. Hallelujah. Some had doubts, but God. At times, some here have been sick, even unto death, but God. We look back and look what the I remember wasn't that long ago, Brother Monks. A couple years ago, you hit the hospital, Bakersfield Heart Hospital. They thought you was gone. But God said, we need to keep elder monks around just a little bit longer. Uh-huh. If Brother Cod was here, he'd probably be saying, won't he do it? <laughs> won't he do it? I love it when he says that. It just encourages me. He has done it. Uh-huh. And he can still do it. I'm going to say it again. I am thankful for what God has already done, but not done doing. God's not done yet. He's not done with you yet. He's not done blessing you and using you yet. There's no point in throwing in the towel. God's not done just yet. If you need something, <laughs> I know it's Wednesday night. How many have something you need you, you, you need God to do? There's a difference, Brother Evan already said. I'm not saying something you just want to have. I want a million dollars. I don't know that I need a million dollars. I think the church could put it to good use. Hallelujah. Granted, Lord. But won't he do it? (laughs) But if you need something from God and you believe, you look back and see what what the Lord has done, but you believe he's not done yet. You're thankful for what God has done, but he's not done doing. God, you're not done yet. God, you're not finished yet. Hello? If you have a need tonight, and you believe that God is not done yet. He's not done saving all the people in my family yet. I feel something right now. He's not done saving all my family yet. This isn't the max at ARC yet. No, 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 no. He's not done saving yet. 
There's still some people he wants to reach. He's not done with me yet. If you have a need, I just want you to step out of the aisle and come on up. If you are thankful for what God has done, and yet you believe he's still able to do it. He's still able to meet your need tonight. I want you to come in faith. Come up and raise your hands and just begin to call on his name and ask the Lord, God, you know what I have need of even before I ask. But I'm coming to ask you for what I need. Why? Because I believe you're not done healing yet. I believe you're not done moving yet. I believe you're not finished with this situation yet. I'm going to put it in your hands. God, I'm going to trust in you with all my heart. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Come on. Let's turn. Let's pray, church.